to the chat with Jenny, conversations with women in travel. Now, many of women in the travel industry are juggling the demands of children and careers. So it's heartening to see women following their passions in travel alongside their love for family. I'm with Rachel Kingsbull from Travel Associates uh, today. Um, so Rach, tell me what's your job? So my job's kind of evolved over the past five years, Jenny, since joining TA. So currently um, my remit, well my title is General Manager for Travel Associates for Australia and New Zealand now. Um, I took on New Zealand just on the uh, just last month actually. So. Um, just bringing both countries together because the strategy is the same across tra- travel associates. And I've just now taken into my um, remit um, the, la- uh, the independent luxury collection model that is new to tra- is new to the company. So it's uh, not travel associates branded, but it's this new. Um, it's, it's we've always had the um, the independent contractor model that sits as part of travel associates, but it's just. Um, a new piece of our um, company where we're really expanding that luxury collection and bringing people into our business that um, want to be part of that luxury network. So from a day-to-day sort of point of view, what do you do? Yeah, a lot. Um, (laughs) So it's really the, um, I've moved out of operations. I was in operations for the past five years. It's really the strategic piece of the brand that what are our, you know, top, you know, top five strategies that are going to give us the growth um, that we require and also there's a bit of BAU in that but really a lot of the strategic approach and the growth um, um, yeah, of the Travel Associates mm-hmm. brand in both countries So, yeah. um, and that's working with, I have the marketing and product team um, and the operations team that report into myself so that's really working, uh, they have dual um, reporting lines with our discipline leaders as well but really working on what the right strategy is into the future. Not just what we're doing now, but what we'll be doing in five, seven and ten years' time. Right. And is there any particular part of the job that you love? I love all of it, to be honest. Um, Jenny, um, I probably think the part I love is is the industry piece of it. I love um, learning from other parts of the industry. I think one thing that is evident post-COVID is that we're a smaller industry but we're much more connected and we're working a lot better with each other. Um, there's really no competitors, it's really an, indi- an indi- especially in that luxury space. Um, I love working still with the frontline the operations team, uh, especially in the travel associates business because it's such a owner-operated business and all, all roads do lead to the business leader but it's making sure that we've got the right infrastructure to support them. So. Um, I pretty much say I love, I love, I love all of it. I always joke and say, oh, finance isn't my skill set. Um, I know how to make money. Don't ask me to pull. But over the years, I've, I've also developed the skill set of quite a commercial background. But you know, a commercial skill set as well. I wouldn't call myself a finance guru, but if I was to say any part of it, it's always the reporting and the recording of numbers. Mm. But over the years it's just become part of the job so I wouldn't say I don't, I don't like it anymore. And no. has most of your career been in the travel industry? Pretty much. I've been with the group now for, I'm going on, I think I celebrated my 21st birthday in February so I'm a little bit institutionalised if, if, if that's fair to say. 
Um, but what I love about the group is you can reinvent yourself and there's so many other parts of the group that you can work with and I've been fortunate enough to work in a, a couple of different countries um, for the group as well. So, um, well, you know, I'm hitting, I'm, I'm not quite that 50, half a century yet, but 21, 21 years with the group and prior to that, I was with, um, with Trail Finders, um, which as you know, is a big UK business, but used to have an office in Sydney. So that was my intro to the group. So pretty much most of my working mm. life I've been in travel. So, mm. yeah. so I know you've got kids yeah. and you travel a lot for work. Where do you go for family holidays? Yeah, uh, well, I, it's interesting actually, because I've got teenagers now and, and with three years with not traveling with your family, your holidays kind of changed because we woke up post pandemic and um, I've got twin boys um, and a daughter. She's not quite a teenager yet, but they were no longer, um, well, not no longer, um, they've got an opinion of where we should go to. So pre-pandemic, <laughs> we, we do, had done quite a few family ski holidays. Never in Australia, the kids have never skied in Australia, but um, always um, the Northern Hemisphere with other families. That's probably one of my favorite pieces. Like. To my favourite holidays to, to go um, because it's active all day. You tend to, I'm a bit of a nana, I like to go to bed at night, so you've got an early at night, so you've got an excuse to go to bed because you've been skiing all day. So that's probably one of my phase with them, but um, I've only travelled once with the with the kids post pandemic, and we went to Bali last year, and it was it was new to me travelling with them because they've all um, post pandemic as teenagers because they've all got their own opinion of what they want to do for the day, but. Um, yeah, so our next trip is to the US, uh, mainly because um, I know that there'll be something for everybody um, in that in that piece. But gone are the days where um, it was about the kids' club and about the best facilities. I think all I need to make sure is it's got the best Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, next trip, next trip where where US with events, they want to they want to go to sporting events they want to go to the best shop but when I say the best shops the shops that have got things that teenagers are interested mm. in and really um you know iconic moment experience moments it's no longer about a beach holiday or a relax relaxing it is pretty much about um seeing iconic things so I'm taking them to the US in September oh, so some frivolous questions are you a dog or cat person I'm a dog person definitely okay yep. and do you have a favorite go-to snack yeah, probably boiled eggs and don't laugh, but um, I find that I, I boil two eggs every morning and they, uh, I put them in a Tupperware container and they are my go-to snack or a protein bar, yeah. Oh, sounds very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, do you like TV or movies or are you... I'm a series, um, a series, serial, uh, series watcher, like I can shut off from the rest of the world and pretty much um if a season has dropped i can pretty much binge on a whole season over a weekend if i'm if i've got the time to absolutely and what are you watching at the moment i just finished diplomat so and i have heard they're not doing a second season which is really really upsetting so it is disappointing it i is, really enjoyed that i really really enjoyed it so i haven't started um anything curls but i am waiting for the next few episodes of um yellowstone to drop that's yeah. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Now, are you a reader? Do you like to read? Look, um, I the only re- I do read, and um, I've only just finished reading a book because I had to do it for a senior leader leader leaders program. 
the only reason I don't read a lot is because I don't have amazing eyesight so even though I do have glasses for reading I find if I do read I'm very slow to get through a book because I tend to fall asleep when I start reading <laughs> so it's a great thing um, but I will every now and then um, if I am on a holiday that allows you to read um, but I'm more of a um, I, my go-to is definitely a TV series yeah yeah, yeah, I will read, like, but mostly Screw has a big suggested reading um, book list. So you kind of need to read in a senior leader role um, mm-hmm. in the company because we tend to, there's a lot of business principles that have come from books that Screw has actually read. Mm-hmm. So I try to stay up to date with as, with the, as many of those as possible. Homework. Oh. Homework. <laughs> he, he is amazing in the sense that he usually does a great summary of the book as well. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it's... They're usually, um, I did pick up a book once that he suggested and um, I couldn't really understand a lot of it in it, so I just waited for the summary, but majority of the, the business principles that uh, that have been developed in, in the group over the years have come from Screw's reading list, yeah. Oh, there you go. And cooking, do you like cooking? Yeah, I, I do cook a, when I've got time, I'm not, um, I tend to be a weekend binge cooker that's going to last the kids throughout the week. Um, but yeah, definitely um, have picked up a few traditional um, recipes from my grandmother who played a really big part in the cooking and the food part. I come from a Maltese family, so she was uh, very influential in regards to teaching us what the traditional dishes were. So there's a couple of dishes over the years that are my go-tos. Um, what are they? Um, we have this one dish called Rostafor, which is a baked rice dish. Um, which um, unless you're Maltese you probably have never had it and uh, it's a good opportunity to have it it's just it's it it was it came from a recipe while they were in the war they uh, a lot of them grew up in the shelter so it's a it's a rice it's a rice dish with mince but it's a baked rice dish so and ravioli uh, ricotta ravioli homemade is probably the the hit so Yeah. yeah definitely definitely would prefer to cook then um, then order takeaway, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I guess a final question: What have you got any words of wisdom or advice for younger women who are perhaps just starting out their career in the industry? Um, things you know that you've learnt along the way that yeah, you could look, pass on. Look, I've um, I've learned a lot in the last 20, 21 or twenty two years, but look, I think it's really important in the industry to to really select who you work with. I think um, everybody's had great bosses and bad bosses, great leaders, bad leaders, and, you know, people do say you learn a lot from a bad leader, but I think it's a waste of time, to be honest. I think um, you want to learn from the best, so surround yourself with the best people Mm. um, in the industry. And don't be scared to put your hand up for something that you might not really have the experience for because... um, you won't get noticed like you'll never get into trouble for um trying to overachieve and giving something a go what you won't do is get you'll you'll get you'll miss the boat if you if you sit back so i think um that's probably my best advice is to really surround yourself i always try to surround myself with the best people in the industry i think it's it's not just um critical for your own success but they're usually wise people and they're quite their company's usually enjoyable as well because you've got to love what you do yeah thanks Rach it was good to chat thanks Jim I just love that there are so many marvellous women in our industry 
I hope you're enjoying getting to know some of them better through our conversations. You can listen to more episodes of The Chat with Jenny by following us wherever you get your podcasts or at traveldaily.com.au forward slash podcasts. And feel free to leave a review.